Welcome to the Sim Podcast. I'm your co-host Eric, and I'm always joined by my co-host Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? This is a podcast where we debate, we discuss the National Football League on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. Let's go. Okay, Ron, this is week number 17. Two games left. What did you think about last week? Um, last week was painful, I think, uh, for both of our teams. Um, but, you know, Christmas was great. I uh, enjoyed hanging out with the family and stuff. But, you know, got to watch football, obviously, over the weekend. Um, yeah, and it was uh, painful for sure for, uh, for our teams. Well, yeah, nobody likes a loss, right? But Steelers took a big loss because now can they still make the playoffs? What is your estimation? So, yeah, mathematically they're in it. They got a, a chance to still make it, and they got a favorable schedule. Um, but, you know, whether or not I trust them to make it, probably not. No. I mean, they're in 11th place right now, so there's three teams ahead of them. Baltimore, LA Chargers, and LV Raiders. Uh, but we, before we get into it, uh, let's do some top news. And of course, we can't go without saying just we just recently found out that NFL legend John Madden passed away. Sad, sad news. What What do you think about that, Ron? Yeah, you you were the one who filled me in. I just walked in and found out about it, so I hadn't really been paying attention to uh, to my phone at all. So sad news for sure. Um, obvious legend, um, you know, from what he did, uh, coaching, and then obviously uh, announcing, uh, and then you know his work with EA Sports and the Madden series and all that. It's uh, you know his voice, you know, it, you know, when I think back to like my childhood days is his voice is what i remember from watching football so it's uh definitely sad news it's sad news and i think the only the only true memory that kind of sticks in my mind and i don't i don't think he was announcing announcing the 96 super bowl when the patriots went against green bay and green bay just one outright and Bill Parcells had to lay his head down. Now, I wasn't sure if he was calling that game, but I know that he called the 01 game when it was the Patriots against the Rams. And I remember that highlight where at the end of the game, he was like, you know, if I was Tom Brady, I would just take a knee. Just go into overtime. I would just take a knee, go into overtime, and take my chances there. And, you know, I know that he was a football analyst and he's supposed to put it in, you know, put things in perspective. But back then I was like, you know what? I think, I think that he's trying to win it. It was like real time. I remember everything exactly like it was yesterday. We were, it was my friend and my friend Ted. We were at a bar. The bar was empty. It was in Orlando. It was completely 
empty. We were like the only ones there. And maybe back then there weren't a lot of Patriots fans in, in Orlando. But we were sitting there and we were watching this game. And John Madden was calling it. And he was like, you know, if I was Tom Brady, I'd just take a knee. And I just remember like he did the opposite of that. He went down the field. Patriots won. And I just was like... After that, I don't remember him calling games anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, my memory of him was way back in, like, the 90s, to be honest with you. All the uh, broadcasting that he used to do back in those days, a lot of the Thanksgiving games, too. Um, and I love the way he used to bring in uh, everything outside of football into broadcasting, like, especially when it came to, like, stuff like food and stuff. He brought that into into what he was talking about. Um it was it was great, you know. I love you know his he just had the perfect voice. There's certain people like uh, what's his name? Um, this guy retired to NBA announcer Levy Levy whatever his name. Marv is. Levy. Yeah, there's just yeah. Cer- certain people that you know you hear their name, you automatically think, okay, that's that's the the voice of their sport. And to me, John Madden was is, is the voice um, of uh, of the NFL. Well, not only that, but I remember he used to, you know, call basically every Thanksgiving game and he would be like, this guy deserves a turkey leg. This guy deserves Mm -hmm. two turkey legs. And then let's not forget EA Sports, the man that's in the game. I mean, if you were, if you grew up in the 90s, you played that football game like there was no tomorrow, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, and he was basically... You know, announcing every game. Yeah, and you know, the game's still going strong now. They still make Madden put it out every year. You know, I'm not obviously into it anymore. We're you know we're past that stage where we think we have time to like play video games and stuff. But it it's still you know there's there's some diehard football fans, uh, EA Sports, uh, NFL fans that'll always you know continue to play and have been playing for like 20 plus years. Yeah, that's, you know, that's my own recollection of John Madden and, you know, rest in peace. He's, he's definitely one, one, one for the ages. Uh, so let's, let's just get into it, Ron. Let's just review our teams. Right, right now, we're going to do Tampa Bay because they basically whipped Carolina up and down. Uh, if I look at my trusty prediction sheet... I actually had them winning 28 to 7. You had them run winning 23 to 13. Mm-hmm. So what why were you so doubtful? Um I, I wasn't doubtful that they would win. I think I was a little bit concerned how quickly uh, Brady would be able to gel with some of the um, you know other receivers on the team and he didn't really have to um, for whatever reason. I think this game says more about Carolina, to be honest with you, than than Tampa. Um, Carolina should have known. Uh, you would think that uh, they need to cover Antonio Brown um, this week. You know, with Mike Evans and Godwin being out, Gronk being really the only option uh, besides them at this point. Fournette was out, um, and they allowed Brown to just kill them. You know, ten catches for 101 yards. Um, it didn't seem like they had an answer on defense whatsoever. They just didn't seem engaged at all. Um, and yet Tampa Bay, I'm not, I don't want to make too much of it. They put up 32 points, which was great, much more than I anticipated. 
but like I said, I think this was more about Carolina. I think um, you know for the you know for the Bucks, they just gotta continue to work on chemistry with these young guys um, and get better over these next couple of weeks before the playoffs start. Well, this was you know I I knew Carolina stunk offensively, anyways, and basically they are the team who we thought they are. They basically couldn't put couldn't do a first down couldn't put a first down together uh and then they faced the bucks at the end of the season so it's like they're gonna get two tries of this team they're gonna win both games and then i think they play the jets next week uh so is antonio brown gonna let them let them down or is he gonna show up for all three games i think so i think he's gonna show up um, I do think, though, teams like the Jets, and I guess we should focus at this point not just on Jets and, and Carolina, but down the stretch, if they don't have Godwin and Evans for that first playoff game. Um, well, they're definitely not going to have Godwin. Yeah, well, yeah, he's out. But if they don't have Evans back, um, which hopefully they will, teams are going to you know, figure out, the better teams, especially better on defense, are going to figure out we need to contain AB a little bit. So... I think AB will be fine. I think um, they have plenty of weapons, uh, but they're young guys. Uh, I've been high on, on on those guys, so I think the Bucks are are, are going to be good. Um, as far as Carolina, let me talk about them real quick. Uh, I don't know what the hell they were doing with this ro- rotating quarterback nonsense with Sam Darnold and Cam Newton. They they are probably not going to have either on their team next year. I would have to imagine. Right, I don't think either of those guys are going to be back for them next year. And they, they might tra- not even have the same coach next year. Yeah, and they traded for Sam Darnold, so you know, I, they, I, I, um, I'm concerned about what direction they're heading in for sure. Um, they're they're going to be uh, look, you know, they look like they're going to be facing some struggling years um, for the next like five six years to come. Well, they. They were 0 for 2 on fourth down. They were 7 for 18 for third down. They they only had 67 yards rushing. I mean this this team it seemed like they weren't even trying. I don't know. I I saw the highlights, but they were mostly Buccaneers highlights. But it was I don't know. It's like it seems like this team has given up on the coach, or they're not listening to the coach, or you know I don't know. I don't know. And then then he came out and he was like you know. Jay-Z this and Jay-Z that and you know Jay-Z took seven years why are you comparing yourself to Jay-Z coach I don't know I don't know I just know they don't have a quarterback I think that they can trust for next year and um, I'm concerned too with uh, what's his name they're running back who hasn't really played in the last like two years hasn't finished the season so you know they they look like a team that's going to be rebuilding um, along with a lot of other teams so but as far as the Bucks. I, I don't have any concerns at all. I think they'll win out. Um, I just do, I want them to, you know, I wish this game they, Brady, looked to, to the other receivers a little bit more because I think he will need to, you know, rely a little bit more on, um, you know, Bray, for example, uh, Scotty Miller, um, Tyler Johnson, some of those other guys. With, you know, and some of those other guys didn't get, even get a target at all. So um, I hope, you know, to see uh, some other guys stepping up when they play the Jets this week? Well, the thing is this. Uh, the Jets' defense is not really that good. 
I mean, I can see them double teaming AB, but then you got Rob Bronkowski, which he wasn't really used that much. Uh, who is this guy, Keyshawn Vaughn? Because it's the first time I've seen him. Yeah, he's he basically the he was the third back until they went out and got Giovanni Bernard. Bernard. Um, he's a decent fill-in, basically. Um, you know, he's not up to the Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette standing. You know, he's definitely behind them in terms of uh, talent. But he's a decent back. Um, you know, I think he's gonna obviously need to. Uh, have to get some playing time these next couple of weeks until Fournette is uh, back in some time in the playoffs. Um, is he back in the playoffs? I can't remember now. Is Fournette, or is he Fournette well, this he's on IR for the season, right? So yeah, he's, I think they, he has a chance to come back. They have a chance to come back, but I guess he's walking on crutches. So I don't know. It's you know, it's after the playoffs. I think he's gonna go to day to day, but I mean after the regular season, but. Yeah, they definitely need Fournette. Well, I think I love Ronald Jones. I think Ronald Jones is a good back. Um, you know, I think he'll be able to carry them. They just need to be concerned with the you know second and third option. And they they brought Bell in. I think he had what two carries. It looks like negative one yard. I don't know what they're you know they're going to get from Le'Veon Bell, but um, I think Keyshawn is a good fill-in. We just don't need anything happening to Ronald Jones because then they're then they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, I mean, Ronald Jones, is he able to catch the ball, though? I know he was targeted three times, made two catches, but Leonard Fournette, you know, sometimes he makes six, seven catches a game. I, I don't know. It's I, I, I really do feel like they need Leonard Fournette more than they think they do. And I don't think Ronald Jones, I think he can rush the ball, but I don't think he, he'll be able to catch the ball. like Because Brady likes having a catch in one Brady likes getting rid of the ball quickly, so that usually means quick, you know, quick passes to the tight end or receivers, or a quick, you know, if the first couple reads aren't open, dumping it off to your reliable running back. Yes, and you know, as far as Ronald Jones goes, I think he has decent hands. He's not as good as Fournette catching the ball, uh, but I think he's pretty decent um, catching the ball. So I, I think you know he'll be okay there. I don't see him getting like Fournette, like those games where he has six, seven, eight catches. Um, I don't think, you know, you can ask that of him. But, you know, I think he can catch a couple passes uh, every week. Yeah, I mean, the next two games, it's just it's just basically to see what the Bucks have, right? So what they have in the running back, what they have in the other than AB, as far as catching the ball. This is almost like a, an extended preseason for them because, I mean, they should win both of these games, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. So they should go 13-4. and four. I don't know. And unless the Green Bay Packers falter, I think that's good enough for number two, right? Although yep. the Cowboys are looking okay. What's the Cowboys? I think the Cowboys have the number two right now. So let me see real quick. So we have Green Bay at number one, Dallas at number two. Oh, the Rams stopped the three right now. Yeah, Rams are at third, Bucks are fourth. Faltering Cardinals are at fifth right now at ten and five. So I, you know, 
and we can talk about the Cowboys too when we get past our teams. But you know, I said at the beginning of the year, um, and I, you know, I was doubting them, and I have been over the last like few weeks the way they played. I actually had them as my upset; they got blown out, uh, or they blew out um, the Washington Football Team. Um, so it looks like they're getting things together again. They're a team of that are that is capable of making a run to the Super Bowl. I think they went toe you know, toe to toe, blow for blow with the Bucks. You know, week one. Um, that's the team I expect to see in the playoffs. I expected to see that more so in the regular season, and you know, after the outside of the first like two or three weeks, they haven't been that way. But if they get going, like I know they're capable of going, um, that's a team I would not want. You know, I don't think anybody's going to want to play. Well, they're second in the league in point differential behind the Buffalo Bills, so it's not like their defense is bad. They have a pretty good defense. And I know they were in a sucky conference, a sucky division, but yeah, the Cowboys are looking good and the Rams are looking good. So yeah, this is going to be a tight race, uh, at least for the playoffs. We know they got the divisions on lockdown already. Uh Let's let's go to the Bills pages because. This well, what do you think? We didn't go over what we think for the, the Jets prediction. Game. Yeah. I mean, I have a. Uh, uh, let me see. My prediction is I have them thirty-five to seven. Okay, so an ass whooping is what you got. It's the Jets. I mean. So this is the biggest. I want to say this was the. Actually, this is the second biggest spread. Or third biggest spread, um, thirteen and a half. When I looked at it, uh, the Jags Patriots game is actually fourteen and a half, uh, and there was another game that was at fourteen and a half uh, also. But thirteen and a half is a lot. Um, but I have the Bucks winning pretty easily too. I do think they'll give up more than seven points, which I think is what you said the Jets will get. Uh, so I have the Bucks winning though, thirty-four to twenty. So you think? The Jets are going to get 20 points? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, the Bucks they do have some injuries again. Um, I, think, I don't know if JPP didn't play last week. I don't know if he's going to play this week. Um, they, they had a uh, defensive back out as well. I think, you know, the Jets, they're starting to... This guy, the, their, Zach Wilson, is starting to play a little bit better now. So they'll be able to put up a few points. Um, a lot of the points probably will be, be some garbage points mixed in. Um, and I think this game, you know, will be fully in the Bucks. You know, they'll have it under control for the most part. So, um, but I, I think it's going to be closer to that spread. Yeah, that's what I thought too initially. But then I saw some Jets highlights. I think they won this past game, but it was against the Jaguars. So it's not like mm-hmm. you're not telling me much there. So, yeah, this is just an elite team versus a. Uh, bottom bottom of the league team it's just no competition in my view uh the next team the bills patriots uh they they got beat 33 to 21 um you know in my estimation this is the number one stat that i saw this week was that the buffalo bills did not punt the whole entire game so what does that tell you, Ron? That offensively, they had things going. Um, 
defensively, the Patriots struggled a bit. And, you know, I I watched the entire game. I can tell you this was the game I expected the first time they met. Um, Josh Allen, to me, every game he plays, he's the best player on the field. Um, So why wasn't he voted to the Pro Bowl then? No, that's just stupid. Come on. No, I'm asking you a serious question because... It's NFL writers who voted, so why not vote him in? They're idiots. That's why. <laughs> Josh, Josh Allen is arguably the best quarterback in the entire NFL. You know, most people like Mahomes better, and I do have Mahomes rated a little bit better. But I honestly can argue for Josh Allen just being better because he can just totally dominate. I've seen him do it so often, just dominate the game uh, with what he does passing. Um, and then what he can do with his feet, too. So threw for 314, three touchdowns, no picks. But then, you know, unlike the first game, he ran, right? And it wasn't just design runs. You know, when guys were covered, he got a little bit of pressure, he escaped. That's what he can do. Um, he had a big fourth, uh, fourth and short run, too, um, that he was able to, like, juke two or three guys and get the first down. 12 carries, 64 yards. I mean, he does it all. I mean, the dude is ridiculous, um, and it doesn't matter, like, talent-wise, you know, the Patriots... Is he better than Lamar Jackson? I Yes. I think he can throw better than Lamar. I think he... Is just, he better than Justin Herbert? Yes, he's better than Justin Herbert. I think... I, I do think Justin Herbert is capable. I think the coaching might let him let him down but he's capable of being a top five quarterback in the league um talent arm talent is outstanding you know maybe josh allen and mahomes are the only ones and maybe rogers that could be better uh than than him and honestly he, he might be slightly better than rogers at this point um but you know he's just not he's young so decision making and being consistent um that's not all there just yet with Herbert, but Josh Allen is a beast. Um, you know, he, like I said, he just makes up for the deficiencies of the team. And when I, when I look at talent, like for the Bills, the rest of the roster, the Patriots, to me, they're for the most part even. And you, you know, I can even argue the Patriots, off, you know, offensively and defensively, have a better roster than the Bills do. But you know, he just makes he's just that much of a difference maker to me. And he, you know. I, th- I thought in this game there was a couple times they, you know, that they could have made some stops. And Josh just, you know, when the play was broken, he improvised and he was able to either get a first down um, or make a, a, a deep pass or something uh, to get the drives, you know, going and keep them going. Um, and that's why they weren't, you know, they didn't have to, to punt at all. He's just that good. Yeah, I mean, at one time it was twenty-one to twenty-seven, um, and and you know it was a close game, but it wasn't close. It really wasn't. I, I honestly, it wasn't close only because the defense was not able to stop Josh Allen. So when the ball when Bills got the ball back, you knew that they were going to score. It it wasn't close, even when it was close, because the Bills were idiots in the first half with their, you know, leaving points on, on the on, on the field. Like, there were a couple decisions, like, I just did not like. This whole, 
you know, going for it every single time on like, you know, fourth and three when you're in field goal range, I don't agree with. Um, there were a couple of times I think they were like too aggressive. Well, there were only three or four going on fourth down. So it's not like, you know, it's not like they they weren't getting points because obviously they scored either the field goal or touchdown. So it's not like they were leaving points on the on the on the on the board. But they did. They had a fourth and, and short, and they went for it and missed. Uh, they fell short, and it, now, but that was within the red zone. Yeah, the, that's where the Pats have to start. It was like at the two or three yard line or something like that. Um, you know, the Pats ended up like hunting and stuff, and the Bills got the ball back and was able to go down the field again, anyways, and get in the red zone. But at the, the point is, when you get to the playoffs and you have a chance to score points. You don't know what de- you know if your defense is going to keep New England or any other team under control like they did this this game. Um, you got to you got to take the points with, that they're giving you. And to me, they had a chance to I think go up ten at that point. I don't hundred uh, percent recall uh, what I think they were winning seven nothing. They had a chance to kick the field goal, so they had a chance to go up ten uh, and you know make it a, a two possession game right off the bat, and they. They gave the Patriots. They weren't able to convert, so the Pats got the ball back. Now, the Pats didn't do anything with it. But, again, to me, when you get to the playoffs, you better score those points because you get to the fourth quarter and it's a tie game. You're going to be wishing you had those points back. Well, not only was was the defense unable to stop Josh Allen, but the offense was not good at all. They were 1-for-10 on, on third down. Mac Jones looked like a rookie. He, even though we outrushed him, 139, 100, I'm sorry, 149 to 114. So we were running the ball, and Harris was actually having a good game. I think he had two touchdowns. So I, I like New England's game plan, but once they fell behind, I knew that this was going to be a different game. Well, two things. So... They're not a team that's going to be able to play from too from far behind. behind yep. You know, especially like two, three possessions behind. You know, they're not that team that can just go down and feed the field against a good defense. Against shitty defenses, yeah, obviously they prove they can score 30 if they need to against crappy teams. But against decent to, to great defensive teams, no. Uh, number two, I don't think Mac Jones played that bad. He did have two, two picks, I think. Um, the pressure that he like every time to me he was dropping back there was someone in his face like he, and he, he was, was 14 foot 32 he threw a lot and he only had 145 yards but he was under pressure the entire game well that that means he had a bad game well that means the offensive line needs to block better because like he took some shots and even when he didn't take some shots there were guys in his face and he had to throw the ball like way too early earlier than he needed to um and i think like his poise is great. Uh, for a rookie, it's unbelievable. The decision-making is unbelievable. The execution just wasn't there because he didn't have time uh, to make the throws this week. And the offensive line, if I'm the Patriots, the way they played is more concerning with pass protecting. Listen, that's two games in a row that he's had two interceptions. I don't, I don't think – I think he's playing to his potential as far as, you know, the rookie class. Um, I don't. I don't know. You know, the Jags are a different team. Obviously, I don't really expect them to lose that game. But then, it's like you need to have Mac Jones improve 
on these past two games and there were losses and you know I, the first game i won't say because the colts handled them this game basically the bill said you know what matt jones is not gonna you know have any touchdowns in this game and that's exactly what they did i don't know if it was a pass rush if it was the fact that these d-list receivers that the Patriots have that no one can make a play and then for some reason hunter henry every time that he missed a ball he shrugged his arm he waved his like oh i can't believe that ball was overhead i'm like dude just get back in the huddle and just play the next play well here's what i will say it doesn't matter how good mac jones is if your team gives up 33 points if they do that in the playoffs that you're fighting an uphill battle uh, because you, it's hard to expect you know expect Mac Jones and the rest of the team to match that I think in the playoffs against good defense defensive teams. To me, the Patriots are a 20 to 22 point team scoring, you know, and maybe even less than that. They need to keep it in that range uh, to win games. Um, and if teams are going to score 25, 26, 33 points, um, I'm talking about good teams, not shitty teams. If, if good teams score that much, it, you know, it, they're going to have a hard time time winning. Well, this is, you know, the Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs are two teams that are going to be scoring a lot of points. These are the two teams that, you know, you got all those agents all those free agents for this is the two teams that you're supposed to and matt judon was nowhere to be found he, i don't think he recorded a sack um so it's it's just this defense um when it when they face an elite team that can actually pass the ball run the ball and do i mean i'm not gonna say josh allen is like the rest of the league but he's a special guy and there was no answer for him yeah um, there wasn't, and I think they'll have a similar issue if they need to, if they ever face the Chiefs, which I don't think they'll get to. But um, you know, they would run into that same problem. Now they may run into problems too when they face the Bengals. And I think if they don't stop, if they don't force the Colts to to pass the ball, um, they're going to have issues too against the Colts because the Colts have a pretty decent defense. Um, forget up, you know. Forget about uh, this guy just rushing all over the place. Their defense is pretty decent. So, you know. Um, well, they, if things stay the same like they are right now, they, there's a chance if all these teams win out all the way all the way out, there's a chance that the Patriots can go against the Buffalo Bills again. Um, yeah, I mean, the Bills are They're fourth. number four. Well, it's usually four against five, right? So, yeah, so, yeah, so maybe not if they stay the same, but, you know, if for some reason the Colts lose because I guess now they don't think that, you know, uh, Wentz is going to make this game against the Raiders. So let's hypothetically say that the Colts lose and the Patriots win, so they switch places. There's a, there's, a moment here that the Bills could face the Patriots at home for the first game of the playoffs. If everyone wins out, the Chiefs, the Titans, the Bengals, you know, the Bills, whatever, there's the scenario where this could happen. 
Yeah, I think so. The teams to me that you don't want them playing the first week. Um, I think the Chiefs are pretty are going to lock up the number one. Number one. Um, but I, if I was the Patriots, I wouldn't want to face the Bills, obviously, and I would be a little bit concerned again with the Colts if if uh, if you can't figure out how to slow down their running game. The Titans, I think they can. Win. I don't think their defense is that great. But I do think the Titans are going to play a little bit better when it, you know, assuming everyone gets fully healthy and if Derrick Henry actually plays. Um, but I, I do think they they can match up with the with the Titans. But for damn sure, I you know I wouldn't want to play the Bills again out the gate. Yeah, I wouldn't want to play the Bills again either. Not the way. And I think that they're getting healthier. They're getting some offensive linemen back, so it's not. No, they're not a bad team. So basically, um, Miami is maybe due for a loss next week. So that, I think they might drop that. They may they might drop a game. Um, well, well, let let's just do the predictions for next week. So the Patriots go against the Jaguars. What do you say? Yeah. So thirteen and a half. No, fourteen and a half for this one. Um, I think the. the I, I gave the past 28 points. Again, the Jags' defense is not good. So I do think they'll score a little bit more um, than they did last week. I don't think they get to 30, and they, but they might. Um, and the Jags, you know, offensively, they're trash. Um, so I have the Pats winning 28 to 12. Yeah, mine's was almost exactly as yours. I have the Pats winning 28 to 10 because it's the Jags in the you know they have an interim coach they don't know what they're doing they don't have offensive linemen i think they have a rotation on the running back uh yeah i don't i don't think i don't see them winning this game even if they you know happen to score 21 points i still don't see them winning the game um so yeah so basically that'll bring them up you know at least to 10 wins Miami next week I mean not next week the week after who knows depending how this week goes but I see them going to 10 and 6 obviously going into playoffs um, and you have them winning 11 games right yeah I have the Pats winning 11 and I think even if they get to 11 I'm not sure that's that would you know get, bring them to number 2 or 3 yeah, I think it's going to be difficult, right? Um, I think it's so, so much chaos. Anything can happen. Um, you know, it's it's really up for grabs for all of these teams. They got a shot. He's got a, you know, team's got to win out. I think the Bengals probably have the best chance. Well, the Bengals are facing Kansas City next week. That's true. That, But, you know. They, they, if they lose that game, they can drop down. They can drop down and let you know let the door open for the Bills. I think the Bengals may actually put an end to this streak for Kansas City. To be honest with you, right now the Bengals, um, Kansas City is favored by five points. The over and under is forty nine points, and and you know that was actually I was thinking about doing that as my upset special, but 
I changed my mind. I'll let you know when we when we get to that. But yeah, I think uh, I don't know. Out of all the one o'clock games, this one and the Titans game are definitely a must see. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be glued to the TV. I think all these games, for the most part, are gonna be pretty decent games. There's not even a line for the Raiders Colts because of the Wentz situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the the Ram Ravens, right? Ram. Yeah, that's a one o'clock game. Yeah, that's you know, you know the Ravens need a win, they but the Rams that. need to lock it up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- go ahead. No, I was gonna say. I mean, all all of these games for the most part there's some shitty ones but i mean most of these games are pretty pivotal eagles you know they got they're they're in the hunt like i was saying earlier so they got to go out and beat washington this week um it's not a lock for them to get in so you know and then the colts raiders uh like you said um it's gonna be a good game chiefs Bengals. i think it's gonna be a great game um you know, I wouldn't sleep on the Bengals at all. I can see them beating the Chiefs. They just have a lot of confidence. They're playing with a lot of confidence uh, right now. So, you know, we'll we'll see how good they are when they when they play the Chiefs this week. Okay, well, so l- let's talk about your Steelers because I actually picked them to beat the Chiefs. Not be- I don't. I think I was just being hopeful. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any backup. I didn't have any game plan that. Well, if the Steelers do this, they might win it. I I, do, I would just don't like Kansas City. I'll come out and say it, but they got an ass whooping from the Chiefs. So they did. So what happened? What what happened in this game? I mean, what didn't happen? All hell broke loose again. Uh, both sides of the you know offense and defense. Uh, they were both pathetic. The offense was like non-existent once again. Um, and at this point, you know, I'm starting to put some blame. Like I've already, I'm gone beyond the offensive line and Big Ben and the Canada. Now I'm starting to blame Mike Tomlin because he needs to do something different with that offense, and he hasn't done so yet. Here we are, heading into Week 17 now, and he can't score points in the first half. That's to me is unacceptable. Um, Big Ben looked old once again, right? He had some uh, a big interception early. Um, you know, he had a fumble it, which he lost. Uh, gave the Chiefs short a short field, uh, but it wasn't just him. Like defensively, we couldn't stop anything. They just marched up and down the field, and I thought without Travis Kelsey, like you know, they would have a chance. And I was hoping Tyreek Hill wouldn't play, but Hill only caught two passes. So even if he didn't play, you know, the Chiefs would not have had any problems winning this game so our defense um not good not good whatsoever and you know losing some key guys on that d-line at the beginning of the year um not having to it this entire season looks like he won't play at all this year that has basically that crippled that crippled our d-line and uh we're one of the worst teams uh, at preventing a run now and um, the Chiefs just took it you know they were able to do whatever they wanted it was just like practice to you know for them so it was disappointing for sure um, I said you know mathematically they're still in it and they got some good teams left to play that I think they're capable of beating but at this point I'll be honest with you I'd almost rather just have them lose uh, and get a better 
uh, draft spot because even if they were able to get those two and get in like the seventh seventh spot, you know they're they're going to be one and done. And um, I you know I I much rather have a better playoff position or uh, uh, draft position uh, at this point um, than to go in uh, the playoffs and you know knowing that they have no chance whatsoever to compete with uh, just about every team that'll be in the playoffs. I mean, this game, it was 23-0 by the halftime. And and I, I was like, you know what, 23-0. I know they'll make the adjustments. They'll come out. But I was thinking, like, there's no way that the Steelers are going to make up 23 points. There's no way. Even if they make adjustments, even if... Because if you look at the second half, um, they only scored 13 more points mm-hmm. compared to the... 10 points that the Steelers did so they made the adjustments but they that offense is so bad there's no way that they can keep up um and then next week they got the Browns but what good is it beating the Browns they're already on last place so it's like you know it's all for pride at this point um you know so I you know I I I don't know It, it to me like like you just said it doesn't make a difference yeah, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to say I lost to the Browns, especially knowing that they knocked us out last year. But um, like I said, I'd just rather have a good spot. I'm really hoping they make some – I think they're going to make a lot of changes um, with their coaching staff for sure. We already saw the O-line coach leave. They let him go early. Uh, I forgot to what school um, that he went to. But I think Matt Canada is going to be gone. I'd be shocked to see if he's still there. I think some of the other coaching staff, um, you know, are going to be gone as well. I, I'm hoping they don't keep it internal like they've always done, and they go outside and, and look to hire somebody from, you know, external. Um, and you know, I think if they can get a decent quarterback next year in the draft, and also maybe get a veteran um, as as a you know a, a bridge quarterback, um, then they have a better chance uh at getting back into the playoffs and being more competitive uh not just next year but the year after and so on so basically even you don't you don't want them making the playoffs because then it's, it'll be like a a limping animal making the playoffs right it'll just be easy pickings and then you know it's well let me ask you this question is tj Watt gonna win off our defensive play of the year um you know, I, if you asked me a week ago, two weeks ago, I would say it's a lock. Um, but he's not himself. You know, he's playing with those broken ribs. And you can see, you know, outside of like, this, this, he can, he's capable of rushing the passer and getting a sack. He's not capable of stopping the run or chasing guys down from behind and doing the sort of things that he was doing when he was healthy. So um, I, I hope he does. I think he's the best defensive player in the entire league um no offense to like aaron donald any of those other guys um but i think he's hands down the the best player i just don't think he'll be able to do enough these last couple of games to to lock it up yeah i mean i mean this is the thing it's like the point differential for the uh, steelers are negative 70 and you know when you're defense is getting you know less points 
thing your offense this 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 problem there right so i just don't see him winning that because i mean they're gonna be looking at these exact numbers that we're looking at and if if his defense even though he's individually i think he's a, a great player but you know you have to engage right you have to have your whole team engage and i don't see the steelers defense engage even if he's running half going half speed full speed whatever the case may be um to me i i know that you are anti dallas cowboys but i think michael peter parsons is gonna get it just because there's so much hype around him the hype is ridiculous though. and the fact that there's hype from the fans obviously because dallas cowboys are america's team right and then there's so much hype from writers the writers just can't stop writing about him. it's no different to me and, and it is the writers but when people crown mahomes the greatest quarterback of all time like after like year two um well, you know, it's no different than that. It's like, give me a freaking break. Mahomes is good. He's not going to break any of Brady's records. He's not better than Joe Montana. He's not better than like a million quarterbacks I can, I can list out. He might not even be better than Josh Allen right now. You know, so it's no different than that, though. You know, with Mika being out, you know, you know Michael Parsons, whatever his name is, they're saying he's like LT now it's just it's ridiculous um some guys can come out next year and they're gonna say who he's this or he's that and he's the greatest you know greatest player ever and i think those hot takes are just um they're overrated and you know i i would uh you know i think he's gonna be a good player don't get me wrong i just don't think he to say that he's the best player defensive player in the league and defensive mvp is just asinine I don't think he should even really be in the conversation, um, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, you could say the same about Josh Allen not being in the Pro Bowl. And uh, to me, that a lot of that is just, you know, them getting an extra paycheck, right, at the end of the year. Like, yeah, I made the Pro Bowl. By, by the way, he's not even the best defensive player on his team. Uh, how about we start there? Can we give more credit to Trayvon Diggs? 11 interceptions, I think, or 12 interceptions at this point. He's not the best player on his team. But I think he has the most sacks on that team, I believe. Yeah, he does. There's a lot that he can do. I think he might be. He has the most tackles on that team, I think. There's a lot that he does because, and that's the one thing I say he's really, is making the comparisons to LT because you can put him at linebacker, you can put him at outside linebacker uh, and rush the passer, right? He's that, it's that flexibility I think people are in love with, um, which is great because um, he can do a lot. But, you know, defensive player of the year, no, not at all. Well, that's what I mean. I think, you know, if, if for whatever miracle, the Dallas Cowboys get the number one seed, I can see this happening. I can see Stefan Diggs getting rookie defensive player of the year. And then Micah Parsons getting defensive player of the year. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys have no end to their power. They'll just, I mean, I can see that happening. 
uh, I can see because you know the writers they can be um, you know they can be bought they can be straight to one direction or the other one because most of them look at highlights and most of them look at what the output is right what what are you doing what are you are you leading in tackles are you leading in interceptions are you leading in sacks they don't you know and you know i think i told you this a couple of weeks ago if your team is winning well that's even a plus yeah that's what it comes down to but you know parsons does he, i don't think he's leading in really any categories right now uh to be honest with you um he has 13 sacks. TJ Watts missed like three games or four games. He has 17 and a half sacks. So, you know, he has 70 tackles, 77. whoop de doo Bobby Wagner has 170 tackles right now. So you tell me he's a better linebacker than Bobby Wagner? No. Yeah, not. but where are the Seahawks? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does to the writers, though. <laughs> yeah, they're not going right. to vote. They're not going to vote for a last team. And last team defensive player of the year. They're not gonna. They're just not. The last place. They last place. They're yeah. just not. They're just not. But just give me a break, okay? Um, with the Parsons talk. Yeah, he's a great player. Um, I would love to have him. Don't get me wrong, right? Because I think there's again that flexibility is awesome. Um, but you know, to me, I, I I'd also want if I'm you know especially on for the Steelers, I would love to have Trevon Diggs playing opposite of uh, Joe Hayden. That'd be great to have those two guys playing in our secondary. So what? what's your prediction for next week? The Steelers against the Browns. What's, what say you? Um, well, before I get to that, so I looked at the draft order. So um, like I said, I'm hoping they lose because they're at 15 right now. And if they, if they win, that's the thing. If they win these next two weeks, they can drop all the way to like 20 the draft order or 21 or 22 and i don't want that to happen so 15 i'd be comfortable with because i think they, they can get like kenny pickett um in that spot uh i like to even get in you know get inside like you know 13 or 12 would be great but for this game um what do i predict um i i predict the steelers somehow uh pulling off a one point victory um 20 to 19 is what i wrote down this game's uh, in Pittsburgh. Not that that's going to make much of a difference. Um, but, you know, it is a Monday night game. That gives TJ an extra day to get a little bit healthier. Uh, I think some other guys, too, um, might be able to come back. Um, some of our, I think we're missing an offensive lineman that might be able to play. So we'll see. Um, that's, that's what I'm going with. Well, yeah, this is kind of a pride game because really – they're not really playing for anything. I don't think any of the, any of these two teams make the playoffs anyways. Because obviously NFC North, unless you win that division, that's the only way you're gonna get in. And then, and it's looking like the Bengals might win that division. Well, I still think, believe it or not, I think it's still possible that two teams from that division gets in. Um, you know, if the Ravens went out, they're in. Um, you know, if the Steelers went out, they're in. But if the Steelers, we, but they needed to win the other the last week, and they didn't. Well, they did, but they could beat the Ravens this week, and then they could beat the Browns and get two more wins right there and and get in. 
depending on what happens, like with the other teams, like the you know the Colts, the the uh, Dolphins, you know. So well, I think the Ravens uh, have a easy matchup. I don't know who are they playing this week. Um, let's see. Just looking at it too. Yeah, so the Ravens are actually no, I'm sorry. They're playing the Rams. Yeah. So yeah, this is and is Lamar playing? That's the thing, I don't know. Um they got the Rams, which, you know, uh, is with or without Lamar, that's a tough game. I mean I think it looks like he's playing because if the Rams are only getting three and a half. And then you then they got the Steelers at the end. So you know, like I, like I said. So you need see this is the thing about the Steelers is that they need other teams to lose in order for them to get in. To be a second place team, yeah. So, but the Dolphins are in seventh spot right now. They got that seventh playoff spot. They're seven and eight. So that's what I'm saying. They they can they can still get in. Um, you know, with a nine and seven or nine. What would, it, would it be nine seven and one record? Whatever it's going to be, eight seven and one. I mean, if you see if you see a path there, because I don't see a path. If you see a path, great. I'm going to count them both out. I'm going to count the Browns out. I'm going to count the Steelers out. If you see a path, good for you. But going back to this game, uh, since the Cleveland Browns, because I don't. See, they they have a good running back tandem, and I think they they might have lost Karan, Kareem Hunt for the year, but they still have you know a top five running back, right? And the Steelers, for some reason, they couldn't stop the run on days that we were like, oh, you should be able to, you should be able to stop the run against Kansas City. Nope, uh, uh, they couldn't, and I think that Nick Chubb is better than the Kansas City running back, right? I, I just see them losing 17-21 to Cleveland. I I like Cleveland's tight ends. I like their receivers. I like Landry. I don't like any of the Steelers receivers at all. And, you know, Big Ben, this might be his... Well, they the commentators even say that this is his last around. I mean, I think he had his family at the game against Kansas City and that's you know that's not a coincidence I think he knows this is his last arrive this this there's no way they're bringing him back right I mean that door is shut yeah so I I think you know they are playing for pride I don't know unless the Bengals screw the pooch and they drop this game which I don't see them I mean, they're very capable because they are playing Kansas City, but it's just, oh man, it's just, I mean, if you see a path, great. By the way, it looks like the Browns did activate Green Hunt. Oh, so yeah, so there you go. So they got the one-two punch. As long as Mayfield doesn't do four interceptions like he did against the Packers, as long as you say, okay, Mayfield, all you're going to do is hand the ball up. Just hand the ball you're not even throwing short because I think he overthrew people over the head when he was like a five yard out. 
that that dude is just not right and i think his is his five-year rookie contract up i don't know oh i think didn't he sign an extension i don't know Mm -hmm. not yet i don't think i i you know i don't think it's all him now he has to take some he hasn't played well but playing at you know as hurt as he is right now that can't be good so um you know, I think there's a lot of quarterbacks, not just Baker Mayfield, that are, you know, they're at a crossroads right now. Um, I saw the Giants are bringing back their quarterback. I was surprised by that. Um, I thought he'd be let go this year and be available uh, on the market. But there's a couple quarterbacks um, that are going to be, like teams are going to have to stop and think, you know, is this the guy that are going to is going to be able to lead lead us? Um, Garoppolo is another one that comes to mind. Um, is he going to be on that team next year? So, yeah, you know, with Baker, I feel bad for him a little bit, even though, you know, he's a, a Browns uh, player because um, I do like him. I like his attitude. I love everything about it. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, might be, it might be over for him there in Cleveland. Well, I think they, they definitely need to move on. I think he's, he's got, looks like he's got one more. He's on his uh, fourth year right now, so he's got one more year. Yeah, so he, he's on the rookie contract. So they, they, I don't think he's going to get an extension. I think that they're going to look to maybe uh, trade him during the offseason because he had that one year left, so he's still technically Brown's property. So, yeah, um, I don't. I just don't see, even if he was 100% healthy, He's still just not not the guy that's gonna take it to you know to the promised land, right? Yeah, that's why you can't like when you're drafting quarterbacks in the first round, you can't miss. You know, it can't just be about oh, can this guy get me some wins? Is is this guy the franchise guy, and is he capable of getting me into the playoffs consistently year in and year out? And there's very few of those um, that are out there. So to see teams. To see six, seven quarterbacks go in the first round every single year, year in and year out, it's like you're just throwing that pick away to me. It's just, you know, what are you doing? Just throwing it away. So, um, you know, we'll you know we'll see what happens to Baker Mayfield. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he'll be a starter. I just don't know if he can lead you know lead the team down a long playoff stretch. I don't think he's that guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he's that guy either uh this it's they're not gonna be any thursday games this week strictly sunday games and then sunday night and uh monday night so they you know things are ramping up for the playoffs now um so i think you know we might have like a draft a draft breakdown right I know I'm saying this is like down the line, down, down the line, but we have to do a draft when everything is said and done and pick a date where we can actually review what what players drafted or whatnot, right? So, you know, I'm just spitballing ideas, but what do you think about doing like a draft roundup? You mean what we expect to happen? Well, not only what we expect, but maybe like what actually happened. After the draft? After the draft, right. Yeah, for sure. I think we can go in and say, okay, 
here's the final draft order. Once you know the playoff starts, we'll, we'll know what the draft order looks like, um, at least for the teams that are not in the playoffs. And then we can talk about the needs uh, for every team. So we'll know what, you know, for our teams, you know, I, the Patriots, they got their quarterback position locked. They got the running back position locked. They probably need some receivers and stuff like that. But we can talk about what they'll look for in the draft, um, you know, for all of these teams and what we think are, is going to happen. Um, and before you even get to the draft, I think there's so much movement usually with free agency that that impacts the draft too. So, you know, maybe it's best that we wait till, you know, February, March, April before we start talking about college players. Well, not only that, but I, I mean, I can, I can tell you what's going to happen for the pages during draft day. It's just going to go like this. Oh, we got a first round that we can flip to three players. Done. Yeah. Done. The fact that they picked Mac Jones in the first drive was out of necessity, really. Because they were like, oh, we don't have a QB, so uh, yeah, we should definitely draft one. But they they just they just never draft players. It's I don't know, it's like a thing with Bill Belichick that he doesn't draft good players in the first round. He's gotten lucky in the second round and third, but then he just flips them. So it just... You know, I'd rather talk about the other team than talk about the Patriots because I know what's been happening the last 20 years. He just starts flipping the first round for other rounds. And then, you know, all of a sudden the Patriots have like 15 picks and another team has five. And you're like, how did this happen? It's because they can just flip players. But that's way, that's way down the line. That's way down the line. What what you got for your uh, upset special this week? Oh yeah, so so let me tell you. So I was gonna go with that that Bengals Chiefs team because I think the Chiefs are getting three and a half points. And then I actually I like the Miami Times game. I think Miami is a it's a decent team. I know I, I know that's sacrilegious to say in the AFC East, but you know Times are favored by three and a half. I know they got back AJ Brown and they're feeling themselves and they're you know on home, but I think that the Dolphins and Dolphins are like I think seven game win streak, eight game win streak after starting one and six. So I I I like the Dolphins in this game. That's my upset special. It's, I like the Dolphins to beat the Titans, even though I've been betting against the Titans for like seven straight weeks and they they keep proving me wrong, but. That's that's my special. So, uh, and what what score do you have? I have a final score of Miami seventeen, Tennessee fourteen. Okay. So that was my game too. I actually have that written down. That's the upset special I went with, and I was also looking at that Kansas City game pretty close too, because I do think the Bengals can pull it off. But I do have the Dolphins like getting a win this week. Uh, what do you say your score was? 17 to 14. I think it's going to be higher scoring. I have 24 to 20. Uh, the Dolphins uh, winning this game. Dolphins, yeah. again, they, they're fighting for something, right? Titans are in for the most part. Dolphins, got you know, they got to keep winning to get in. Uh, eight and seven is not great. So they, they're one loss away from dropping from seven all the way to, like, you know, the 10th spot or something or 11th spot. So they got to keep going. No, and that, and then if they win this week, it'll make that 
Patriots Miami game in Miami, it'll be like so much interesting. So much. It'll be a very, very heavy, 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 heavy. Uh, because are you are you tell me that three teams are gonna come out the East? Potentially, right? And yeah, I think, like I said, I still think there's a better chance of two teams coming out the North than the three teams coming out the East. Um, but you know, the Dol- Dolphins, if they win out, they're in. They potentially are in. They are in if they win out. So you know, um, let's see. Let's see what they can do. Yeah, I think that. Um, I know. I know we. We both are not Tua believers. I think he's a he's an okay, okay quarterback. But everyone, everything else, they have a good running back. They have a good receiver. They have a good tight end. They have an excellent defense. I I think that Tua, if he doesn't do dumb mistakes like he almost did against the Saints, I think he okay. Like, hey, how about sliding? Stop trying to take on uh, defensive backs one on one. How about sliding? That see that right there? I'm like, this guy just doesn't learn, does he? Yeah, I'm still not sold on him. Um, he's better than he was last year. He's been improving, but you know, I'm not 100% sold on on Tua. Uh, I don't think the Dolphins are either. That's why there's all that talk with Deshaun Watson. But you know, at the same time. You know, he has led them to, you know, uh, eight wins at this point, potentially making the playoffs. So you got to give him credit for that. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, again, if the Bengals lose against the Chiefs and the Ravens lose, you know, I don't think two teams are coming out of the North. Because now you're talking about maybe nine wins get you in. It can yeah, but I don't think two teams are gonna get in with nine wins. It depends, right? It really is, so it does depends on what happens. The Dolphins, we just talked about them. They're at eight wins. If they split, they're at nine wins, right? They may or may not get in with nine wins because they'll be the third team in that AFC East. But if you look elsewhere, the Colts are at nine wins right now. I'll, I'll assume they'll win another one. They'll get in. No concerns there. Uh, the Chiefs are in. No concerns with them. But then you got the Chargers and Raiders both at eight wins, eight and seven at this point. It's not a lock that those teams uh, get ten wins, right? They may get to nine. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't have the schedule in front of me. But if those teams get to nine, um, then it is possible, depending on how this stuff plays out, uh, that you can see two nine and seven teams. Uh, get into the playoffs out of the AFC North. Well, the Chargers, you know, they were supposed to be the who they played last week, the Raiders. Who? Oh, they played Texans and they lost against the Texans. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, the Chargers are not a lock. No. You know, they're not a lock anymore. They they're definitely in the bubble, and you know that whole and AFC West is not a lock except for the Chiefs. So, right. Um. Yeah, so that's what I mean. You know, it's like if you ca- if you count the Colts, if you count the Tennessee, that's two teams. If you count the Kansas City, you have three. If you count the Buffalo Bills and the Patriots, that's six. So that leaves two more slots to make it in, and that 
that's why I really feel like only one team can make the NFC North. Only one team. Not two, but only one. No, well, the Bengals are part of that slot, right? So Not if they lose this week. They, well, but they're still... Whoever the AFC North champion is, they're in that slot. Whether it's the Bengals, the Ravens, the Steelers, they're in there. Right, but not two teams. Exactly, but there's still one spot outside of that. The question is, can another AFC North team get that last number seven spot? And I say no. (laughs) I say no because I think that even if Miami, you know, if Miami loses this week, and say, oh, Miami's out because they they eight and eight. Well, they can still beat the Patriots the following week. That's what I'm saying. Out. If they go nine and seven, then you'd say that three AFC East teams are gonna go in. It, I don't know how the breakdown's gonna work at that point with what comes after uh, the record because there's gonna be a lot of nine and seven teams vying for that last spot. Well, right now it comes out to the conference, right? And right now the Dolphins are five and five in the conference. And every other NFC North team, they don't have such a good record in the conference, right? So you look at the Ravens, they're 5-6, losing record. If you look at the Steelers, well, Steelers are 5-5, five and five, but then they have that weird tie, which doesn't help, doesn't help them at all. So then you go on the strength of schedule, which obviously the Steelers should win out because they had the hardest schedule. You know, you're talking about... Point five to three. So, you know, it's just it's gonna be to the numbers, right? If you see a number, if you see a path, you know, I I can see that, but I just I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm not saying it's a lock. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Um, you know, I I can see it happening. Um, the Chargers have the Broncos. Not easy. Then they got the Raiders. That that game, that that's that can drive who so if the chargers win but if, if both the chargers and raiders win this week i don't know who the raiders have but they're both at nine and nine they'll be at nine and seven at that point and well the raiders are playing the Colts, and uh you know Wentz might play might not play i don't know if that's gonna be a big difference though right but that what i'm saying is let's say they win that last game is the chargers raiders and whoever wins gets the ten wins, and the loser gets to gets knocked out. Obviously. Well, if the Raiders lose, they go to a and eight. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs at a and eight, even if they win the following week. So basically, you know, you need the Chargers to win against the Broncos, and we know that's not a lot. Right. They and have. To, that's what I'm saying. They both. They would have to win out. Both of those teams would need to win out to get in. I think all of these teams have to win out together. That's how we have to look at it. Yeah, basically, from Miami, which is number seven right now, all the way down, they all have to win out. They cannot lose any of these two games at all. If one of them loses one game, it's a possibility, strong possibility, that they're out. Yeah, the Dolphins lose. They can, they'll can drop out, potentially. The Chargers lose one of two. They're, they're at eight. They may drop out. The Raiders, they go one of two. They're at number nine. They drop out. The Ravens, they're, you know, they're at nine and six, right? If they lose, you know, they're out. But if they figure out how to beat either, what do we say to play? The Rams <laughs> or the Steelers at the end, you know, which is tough to ask for. 
you know i don't see that that happening that's why i, I go back to the steelers because the steelers are next at number 11 uh if if they beat the browns and then they're playing the ravens at the end See, I, see that one in. that one tight game though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what, what I'm saying. <laughs> if they beat the Browns and then they come back and beat the Ravens to get in at the end of the season, that's insane. But so it that can't happen. that that tie game might actually work in their benefit. It can save them yeah. because if everyone else has eight losses and they have seven plus that one tie. That actually works for them. Now, so, it, it, it would hurt them if some other team gets to that 10th win. So if the Dolphins won two in a row and got to 10, it would hurt them, obviously, right? So, But that's not going to – if the Raiders got two wins in a row and got to 10, then they're out. And the Raiders are in. Yeah, so basically all the teams above the Steelers cannot get to eight, eight losses because then Steelers will – you know, and that's a big hockey. assumption, though, that the Steelers would even win these next two games. Because I, I, like I said, you know, I think what I have winning this game, I do have them winning. But it won't shock me if they get blown out either against the Browns. Yeah, this is gonna be uh, it's gonna be a tough, tough. That's that's the state of the AFC. The... You take out Kansas City. You you take out. I honestly do think the Bills are at, the, at almost at their level. Like every team's capable of beating each other. Uh, it's even the Patriots. Like I'll probably give Patriots the third, you know, team in the AFC. Um, but outside of those three, the rest of those guys are just trash to me. I mean, they're they're all capable of. I know, mean, losing. see, this is the thing is like the Bengals have a good offense. Uh, the defense is questionable. Times, you can say that the defense is very questionable. Mm-hmm. But once they get Derrick Henry back, who knows what they're capable of? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you know, I would my I want I would put the Patriots maybe at fourth behind the the Bills and the Chiefs and the Titans. I would even play them at fourth, but that's a co- long way. Away from being in the top five in all the NFL, by the way. <laughs> no, I'm just saying AFC wise. Yeah, but remember before we were joking about how good are the Patriots? Well, you were you were serious. You saying that they're a top five team in the NFL? I'm like you, they they are. I finally eventually moved them in that. You know, when I got they got to like the fourth win in the row, but I'm like the Patriots are. Let's let's see what happens. I think we're starting to see. Okay, yeah, they're good. Don't get me wrong, but they can be beat. Well, this is the thing: is that we were, you were asking this question when all the other teams were not in a seven-game win streak. That's right. That's right. So, of course, they were number one team. They were beating everybody. But that's my point. To me, they still really weren't because they weren't really beating anyone. And I think a lot of the other teams either had COVID situations or injuries that you know injuries well, to players that would come back that is something that every other every team deals with even the patriots so those oh injuries oh the covet you know those excuse city excuse city <laughs> because i was excuse. like every every team dealt with that just some teams are better than the others and if you were not prepared you got beaten by the patriots hey listen this is still how, this how is still much, the regular much, season. It's not the playoffs. How much confidence do you have in your team in the playoffs? 
It depends if well, it depends if they play at home or if they play on the road. Forget about where they play. Do you think they are capable of getting to the Super Bowl? If What's they don't play, chance? if they don't play these two teams, yes. If someone knocks the Chiefs or the Bills for us, <laughs> we're, we're we're in the Super Bowl for sure. So those teams got to be knocked out. They got to be yeah. knocked out. <laughs> and I and I the only way I see that happening is if we play one of those teams. Because even if the Chiefs get the bye week, we still got to play all the other teams. So yeah, they're not making it. I, I ha- listen. I have the Patriots getting in the playoffs, and I have the Bills making it to the Super Bowl. I'm not. I'm not changing that. The Bills are going to figure out how to get there. Um, you know, Kansas City's going to give them a run for sure. But the Bills. Josh Allen to me is just that good, and I think he'll drag them into the into the Super Bowl. Uh, in the NFC, I'm still going to stick with the Bucks, um, but I am more concerned about them, to be honest, than I am the Bills because they got a lot of competition. Not just with Green Bay, you know, they got to deal with they got to deal with the Rams, they got to deal with the Cowboys, um, and heck, the Cardinals. You know, I know they're not playing good now, but. Those are not going to be easy games when they get in the playoffs at all. Well, I don't. I didn't pick Tampa to make it to the Super Bowl. I picked the Rams, and I still like the Rams in the pick because I think that they're very, very capable, and I think that they hit in the stride. Um, and I, I think Tampa Bay are like desperate. I mean, anytime that you put AB out there, you're desperate. And I, don't, I know that Bruce Arian is like, oh, no, you know, I'm, I, all I care is about the team and winning. Well, if you really cared about the team, you wouldn't be leaning on A.B. You have to. Well, exactly. Why you not? have to. But no, you don't. You don't really have to. Why not? You because have no he, Mike Evans, no Godwin. Because he messed up. And he said, you know what? After messing up once, he's out of the team. What happened? Uh, winning happens, right? No, he, <laughs> he messed up not once by lying about his. How many his times do you think AB has messed up on the Steelers? It doesn't matter how. And he, they kicked him out, right? If you're eventually, yeah. <laughs> but you think they would have kicked him out if they didn't have like someone behind him to go to? You think you don't think AB would still be on the team if, if they you know, hadn't drafted like Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and all these other guys? You know, he, he wouldn't be on the team. Listen, you have to have talent. This right? is this is not gonna end well for Tampa Bay. I can already see with this. AB. Yes. Well, he's not gonna like just like Fournette. These guys know, right? That hey, I'm here to win a ring. That's it. It's no different than the Patriots. You got one year, dude. I'm giving you a one year contract. I need you when I need you, not when you think you're ready to play. I need you when I say it's your time to shine. And right now it's AB's time to shine. Right now it's Ronald Jones' time to shine. Right, and then guess what? At the end of the season, after we win the Super Bowl, we can think about okay, do we bring you back? Which they probably won't. Um, same thing with Fournette. I was a little bit surprised they brought Fournette back, but he wanted to be back uh, to win that Super Bowl. So, you know, see, I, this is the thing: is that it's I don't business. see Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl, and I think that when they eventually are lose a playoff game, they'll they'll look at AB and they'll be like. I don't know what we were thinking of bringing him back because you know. But they're not gonna blame him. No, they they might not blame him, but he they're gonna play the media is gonna play the blame game and they'll be like, why did you bring AB back? Why not? 
because he did this, he did A, he did B, he did C. Why did you bring him back? No, they, well, that I mean that that story's old I mean, now. That story is written. It's it just ready. It's just ready to be printed. It's ready to be posted up on the internet. They just waiting because listen. listen. If you ask, if I'm the coach, you ask me that question. I mean, like, that's a stupid ass question. Why do you think I brought him back? I want to win. That's why. You don't like it? Stop writing about my team. Stop cheering for my team. I'm I'm all about winning. That's what it's about. Listen, right? you can't be mad at the media for asking questions. That's a stupid question. Why? It's you not a stupid question. Is. The whole point is, why did you go back on your word? Well, I don't when you said I, you. I don't, I don't think he should have <laughs> came out and said, okay. This is it. But that's that's how Bruce Arians is. It's always like, you know, he puts his foot down at the beginning. He has this hardcore, and he, he does it with everyone. He does, he's done it with Brady, right? But at the end of the day, he's not stupid. He knows he needs those players to win. And he knows if he's up against a, a pinch, and th- that's the only option, or that's the best option, that's what he's going with. Listen, I'm not, I'm not saying that when you're on a pinch, you play who you play. I'm just saying that he's picking A.B. to play. And A.B., you know, morally speaking, he might be talented, but he's a bad dude. And do you really want a bad dude on your team? That's what I'm That's what I'm asking Bruce Arian. That's what I'm asking this whole Buccaneers organization. Do you want a bad dude putting on your jersey, going into the locker room, practicing, and doing what AB does, you know, hitting women, lying about vaccination, the whole thing with his, you know, movers that he didn't want to pay them, whatever, you know, circus that he allegations. brings. All of them allegations. <laughs> allegations. Yeah. You Except de- for the vac- you're defending him now. I'm not defending it. I'm just, just making it clear. <laughs> These are just allegations at this point. Right? But, you know, when there's smoke, there's fire, right? So what are you trying to say? I'm not saying he's a good dude. He's had a, a history, right? He's a diva. Um, he's a great player, though. You can't say he's not. No, a great, I'm he's not a, knocking him because he's a, he's a great player. But he's a distraction. But if you if you're asking me what I ha- want him on my team, if it means I got a chance to win, yes, that's different to me with him than asking, do you want Deshaun Watson on your team? Because I think there's more fire there, right? Not just smoke. I think there's more fire there, more serious fire too. I, I wouldn't want neither neither player on my team. I don't want Deshaun Watson, and I wouldn't want AB on my team. Even if it meant, you know what, but we lost the Super Bowl, but we did not have AB on my team. It's it's so ridiculous that you're even having this argument. You had AB on your team last, like two years ago, so for so, for three weeks. It doesn't matter. But if he wasn't an idiot, and then he still, got cut because he was an idiot. But if he wasn't an idiot, and, <laughs> and you we didn't, him, and we didn't say, you know what, we if you we need him, him because we're be gonna win team. the Super Bowl, so but we you, need him. But why you? T- why you think they got him? Why you think you think they went after AB not wanting? No, that was Tom Brady. It was Tom Brady who right. said, you know what, we should we should get this so, guy because he's got talent. And yeah. it was Tom Brady who told Bruce Arian, you know, let's not get rid of this guy because he's got talent. Right. Because let's be honest, Tom Brady, all he cares about is winning. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about, you know, whether you kill your cat, whether you're mass murder. All he cares about is winning. And I'm just saying that if you take all, you know, the winning aside, this is the bad dude. And, you know, bad dudes should not be glorified, even if they have talent. I don't think I'm not glorifying him at all. I I 
do well, think. Well, you want them on your team, don't you? If if I'm in their position, I'm and it's desperation, uh, losing your top two so receivers. So it's desperation now. Absolutely. So yeah. if they, they don't have a the, number one, if Tampa Bay was not desperate in the position that they are, they wouldn't look at AB. If they had Mike Evans and Godwin in the playoffs, you think they would? Bruce Arians were going back and forth. He didn't want a hundred percent want AB on the team. He was going back and forth. He wasn't sure about it. But as soon as Godwin went down, as soon as Mike Evans went down, that made his decision much easier. Much easier at that point. Well, I'm and you, you would do the same damn thing if you lose your top two. You know you have a Super Bowl team, and you lost your top two receiver. You do the same exact thing. Uh, I don't know because I don't cheer for Tampa Bay, and I'm not in that position to like choose players. And I remember when we had AB, and we won that one game because really we just won one game with him against Miami, and then he was cut the following week. Not because of allegations, but because he was on video mm-hmm. threatening the police. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't an allegation. That was him on video threatening the police because he just slapped his baby mama. And you tell me that this guy is going to win your Super Bowl? Did last year, did he not? He did last year? Didn't he? I don't know. Yes, he did. He won your Super Bowl? He, got, he, he made it easier. And you brought him back? Yes, he's and back now, on the team, isn't he? And now you're going to win another one? I doubt <laughs> And if they do, you're going to be at my house just like you were last year saying, damn, the Bucks are actually pretty good. They just beat the shit out of Kansas City, right? You'll be doing the same exact thing. But um, but wouldn't we wear a Tampa Bay jersey? That's for sure. <laughs> and I wouldn't be wearing an AB jersey. That's for sure. No, I definitely won't be doing that. That's um, what I'm saying is this dude is not a good dude, and you shouldn't have him on your team. That's where I stand. So you take the L and say, fuck it, fuck the playoffs, I'm losing. Because you're talking about the legacy that you're leaving. What's your legacy? That Two you Super win Bowls. that you win at all costs? Two more Super Bowls. No, even Brady. if you have bad dudes in your in your team? Brady has had worse than, than Antonio Brown, has he not? Who has he had on his team? Hasn't he had what's his name? That kid committed suicide. Oh, you're talking about the tight end? Yeah. Well, you just said it. he committed suicide. He knew he was a bad guy. <laughs> but AB, so, AB, what? AB does all this stuff, think, and he doesn't commit you suicide. You don't think Brady would say, "No, I want this guy regardless." I might say, "Of course." Well, first of all, it's win at all. We didn't costs, know he was Siri. He was murdering people. <laughs> it's win at after all. After he was out of the cost, team, buddy. No, it's not win at all costs. Yeah, it, you you meet your maker and you tell him. But you know what, God? I got two Super Bowls, so let me into heaven. You Damn, think gonna let you? you? You're full of shit. Dude. Oh, you my are, God. You know why? Oh, my God. If you were so high and mighty, no, you, you would no. kick Robert Kraft as your owner then, if that's the case. Because he ain't Mr. Perfect either. And you wouldn't want him as your owner if you if you were really serious about AB and what you know what that Listen, means to your... Robert Kraft knows how to... Ru- ru- uh, how to... Uh, Take the dirt and put it on the rug. AB doesn't know how to do that. He doesn't know how to keep his secret. He doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. Doesn't doesn't matter. So now because he doesn't have the lawyers. He doesn't have the lawyers. But you just said it because of the person he is. Look at I mean Robert Kraft made some bad decisions too. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna you're gonna Yeah, but Robert Kraft, at least he's remorseful of that. I can't say that about AB. I think You think Robert Kraft is remorseful? What the yeah, he's, he's he apologized for what he did. <laughs> so you, that makes him remorseful. I, I don't see AB apologizing. 
listen. And see, that's the thing is that this dude is a bad dude. Even when he commits bad things, he doesn't apologize for them. Even when they ask him about him, he still deflects about them. He's like, listen, I don't want to talk about those things. I want to talk about football. He, he's, he's in his own world, man. He's that's that's what well. What I'm saying to. is, all I'm saying is, this is not gonna end well for the Bucks. And I know, oh, we're gonna win another Super Bowl, blah blah blah. Listen, we know what happened when you sell your your soul to the devil. It doesn't end well. Tom Brady, he's not worth it. Tom Brady, he's not worth it. <laughs> I guess that's the message to Tom. Tom, but he, you know, when he gets that, what whatever, what ring will it be if he wins again? Eleven, whatever it is, ten. Uh, when he gets that that ring again, it's not gonna. Listen, I'm not a Tom Brady hater. He can get his ring, but not with this dude. That's what I'm saying. It's not worth it to get it with this dude. This dude is not a good dude. Yeah, well, I, I'm not saying he is. He's not. But like I said, if I'm in desperation mode, it's a, it's about business at that point. I'm, it's it's all business. Come help me out. Here's your money. Win this game for me, and then hit the bricks afterwards once the season's over. Well, no, because if you win again and it's AB because you win it, you'd be like, you know what? Maybe no, this no. guy, maybe we, you should bring him back because he's going to win us another another Super Bowl. No, no. I mean, at that point, every year they're going to be evaluating. Yeah, they brought back basically everyone this year, but it might not be the same for next year, even if Brady comes back. You know, I think they're going to reevaluate every position. Um, you know, even running back. Yeah, Fournette did great, but he's on one, on a, was on a one-year. And they may say, do we want to pay him $8 million, $9 million, whatever he's getting again this year? Uh, or do we lean on Ronald Jones a little bit more this year? I think they're going to look at, like, the, you know, everything, you know, once the season's over. But for right now, singularly focused on winning the Super Bowl. That's how you have to be. That's all they're focused on. Uh, and that's the right approach, I think. Um, what do we do to win the Super Bowl? That's all that's important. Well, we'll see what part of winning the Super Bowl AB is. Is he uh, the only reason to win the Super Bowl, or is he part of the reason to win the Super Bowl? And, you know, I'm not against the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl. I just want to say that outright. I'm just against them using AB to win the Super Bowl. That's, that's all I'm saying. Tom Brady, come on. You don't need AB. It would be nice to have him, but... You don't need AB, but hey, if you say that, if you if you say that Bruce Arian is saying I need this dude to be on my team, then hats off to Bruce Arian. Yeah, hats off to Bruce Arian. Um, anything else you want to say before we a big goodbye? Well, I hope everyone enjoyed Christmas. I hope everyone enjoys uh, the New Year's. Uh, Happy New Year's to everybody. Um, you know. Go Steelers, go Patriots, go Bucks. Um, and when I say go Steelers, I mean let's go lose these next two games and get a good pay- playoff uh, or a draft pick uh, so we can get our um, future settled for the next few years. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. You know, these two games are going to determine, especially for the AFC, what spot are you doing? Are you going to play on the road? Are you going to play at home? Uh, yeah, so let's, let's see what... Uh, what's in store for the next uh, couple of games and that on that note i say peace peace
Thanks again for listening. Please send your questions and or suggestions to Shut Your Mouth Podcast. That's shutympodcast at gmail.com. You can always reach us via Twitter at Shut Your Mouth Podcast or DM us at the gram at Shut Your Mouth Podcast. Again, S H U T Y M Podcast. Until next time, see ya. Peace.